So we'll have to get somebody's number we don't have. Uh, drink a shot. Well, hug, a, hug a guy. There are plenty of guys here about that culture for you to hug. Uh, kiss a hottie. You decide what you consider to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Receptionist at NRM, you watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me too. Uh, get a guy to buy you a drink. You do need someone to buy you well, a drink. Well, Josh already technically bought me a drink. That's true. He got you some coffee. We were out of uh, break room coffee, so our business development manager. <laughs> yes. Um, Took care of my coffee today. Pinch a hottie's bum. Come here, David. <laughs> oh, no. What's up? Oh, well. No. I I, no. <laughs> Joe is going to pinch your butt, but that's. No. I don't think he, he wants to. He didn't spin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here. You spin, you find out what you get. So, wait, what are we doing? Are we spinning spin like it. once? Oh! <laughs> I guess we can't play anymore. Well, we won't play this break, but I'm going to fix that sucker in the commercial. I think there should be tariffs on these. On the games that girls I'm, play. I'm just saying. The t-shirts that say suck for a buck and all that sort of stuff. And I was actually sad when I went to the store to buy you your bachelorette birthday stuff that they didn't have a lot of uh, penis paraphernalia. But I guess because they sell so many other things there right. that are like for children's birthday parties. Right. They didn't want to have a section that had like penis no. straws or. Well, they have Tootsie Rolls and Zagnuts. <laughs> yes, you they know, do. They do have a candy section. They have there. a whole candy section there. Wow. So we're excited because um, Joe is 22. I am. Which is fantastic. Uh, you know, I still, my younger friends are still wanting to go to Windsor on my birthday though. Right. And, that's and you're like, tough. bro, I can go to bars right. in the States. You don't so. want to be that 21-year-old with the 19-year-olds going to <laughs> Bentleys. <you know>? Awkward. <laughs> yes. But we are also excited because guess what's back? Um, between two plastic ficuses. Kind of. This was our uh, inspiration show, really. Mm -hmm. Between yes. Two Ferns, hosted by Ge Zach Galifianakis, where he sort of makes fun of the public access talk shows. Right. 
He's had huge guests on his show, and they all know going in that he's basically just going to spend the entire time ripping on them and mm. just have a really dry sense of humor. The last guest that he had on, though, was in 2016. So it's been a while since right. we've had a new episode, and that guest was Hillary Clinton. Yes. Uh, since we've had a new episode of Between Two Ferns. The, there, yeah, the Hillary Clinton episode was pretty funny because she was trying really hard to appeal to the younger demographics. Right. And so she's trying to kind of be hip by going on with Zach Galifianakis. And the, at the time, they were really kind of asking Hillary Clinton about the Trans-Pacific Partnership yes. uh, on the, like all these different talk shows that she was going on. So Zach Galifianakis basically says, you down with TPP. <laughs> and she doesn't pick up on the joke. Yeah, you know And me? he says... Your correct response should be, and you know me, <laughs> right? And then shortly before that was the Brad Pitt episode. Oh, that was a good one. Where he takes, Zach Galifianakis sticks the gum out of his mouth, and he puts it down on the table between him and Brad Pitt. And Brad Pitt, without missing a beat, picks up the gum, puts it in his mouth, and continues the interview while chewing and snapping the gum. Oh, like, oh Hep uh, C. You done with Hep C? Yeah, you know uh, me. Uh, this time around, it was a, a, a double guest episode. Mm. Initially, his guest was Jerry Seinfeld, and then later he brings out Cardi B. Cardi B, he treated like a queen, but Jerry Seinfeld, uh -huh. he took completely to task. So here is the beginning part of the new episode of Between Two Ferns. What song sampled that? Wow. Yeah, it went on like that. There was actually a cameo from Newman. Wayne Knight walked through, <laughs> and they wanted him to say, Hello, Newman. Hello, Jerry. And then eventually, Cardi B comes out, and uh, Zach Galifianakis makes Jerry Seinfeld move over and sit on a milk crate so he can let <laughs> right. Cardi B sit in the actual chair. He's giving Cardi B baby gifts. He's treating her like a total princess. And then Jerry's just sitting there like, all right, I guess so. So I love it, and I love anybody who has the sense of humor to go on that show because they right. get it. But you know what? I don't know if Jerry is playing in this bit. Oh, you think he, he didn't know? 
Well, no, I think he knew, but I didn't think that he was exp- – because you kind of see, if you watch closely, in my opinion, that he's trying to play along, but he's also kind of like mildly annoyed. <laughs> I don't know. It could be me. I'm just saying. I mean, because we all watch Seinfeld and know that Jerry Seinfeld's not really that great of an actor. Mm. I mean, the show is fantastic. Right. He's good in an ensemble, but it's not right. like he's a fantastic actor. So you could be right. There could be real – annoyed feeling right you know because he kind of took a dig and you know he talks about larry dave you know what i mean and then he brings up the the kramer stand-up <laughs> bit and, you know i know that was awesome. i you so i i don't know because you know if he's if he's that good at like sending back the dry humor uh, then then great he deserves an oscar right well, for public television exactly now there is uh complaint about a movie that's coming out next week that was a complaint the first time around and it sounds like they haven't fixed it. Uh In 2015, when the new Jurassic World movie came out, or Jurassic Park, Uh that had Bryce Dallas Howard in it. Yes. Her character, while running away from dinosaurs the entire time, Mm -hmm. was wearing high heels. Not necessarily the smartest foot gear for when you're trying to. When she was inside in the building that she worked in, that's fine. She's wearing a fancy outfit and it can make sense. But then for the rest of the movie, everybody else is wearing normal shoes. And this poor girl is running away from a T-Rex in heels. Nice Nice costume, people. So they thought, well, surely for the new one, which comes out next weekend, they will have made it so that somehow her character has more sensible footwear. Right. No. Actually, the, the uh, producers asked her if she wanted to wear sneakers, and she said no. She's like, if my character was able to survive the first movie in heels, she's like, why would she change and go back to sneakers You know, now? that is a really good point, but they need to at least have some type of line to reconcile that, right? Yeah. Because it, now it sticks out. You can't unsee it. And, you know, between Solo and um, Jurassic World, the, you know... The Howard clan is having a rough go. They are. Yeah, except for Clint Howard, you know, and Terrence Howard. You know, <laughs> Terrence of all the Howards is doing okay. Howard and the Duck, haven't heard from. Although, I swear, isn't there something about Howard the Duck coming back? Like, like getting a, a remake or a reboot movie or something? Probably. Yeah. Because, you know, here's why. Because we can do it because technology has improved. That's what's happening at the conference table. So, what of our intellectual property can we stir up again and, and reboot and make money from? Well, sir, you know, Howard the Duck, uh, we can do in CGI now. Oh, see, but that would ruin Get it. Get circus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The point of Howard the Duck is that it was so low-tech. Right. He's basically in, like, a refurbished Donald Duck, you know, right. working at the Magic Kingdom outfit. Mm-hmm. That's the way you want your Howard Duck if yes. you're going to do the movie. Now, it has also been a long time since... The movie Grease came out. Forty mm. year anniversary of the that movie Grease. That is crazy. So if you do some math, here's the weird part about the Grease fortieth anniversary. Yeah. When it came out, it took place what, twenty five years prior right. to when it actually came out. So technically it's set like sixty five years ago. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That was a lot. That was a lot of math. Yeah, good, good job, buddy. Yeah, you know all Asians are good at math, except for <laughs> Joe Santos. I don't know. I was impressed with what you just did there. Mm. But uh, John Travolta was on with Jimmy Fallon, actually, to promote his new movie Gotti, where he mm. plays John Gotti. But oh, he doesn't play God. No. Okay. Got God, Gotti. Um, 
But all Jimmy Fallon wanted to talk about was not the Gotti movie. He wanted to talk about the 40th anniversary of Greece and how much he loved it. And as he is wont to do, Fallon completely fangirls out. And you were so uh-huh. good. And you're such a good singer. And you're such a good dancer. But then Travolta actually revealed that uh, not only did he dance in the movie, but he was kind of responsible for some of the choreography. Can you do it? No. Right, right. No. But I always get dragged out in a wedding reception when they play that song. And I'm it's like, sure. Yay. What's your go-to uh, Santos move then? Or do you not dance? I, it depends how drunk I am. Is it like And then that? if I'm really drunk, I, as I get older, the less I dance. I'm just saying. When you were younger, you were more free and you would let it go on the dance floor. No, there was a sweet spot where I got comfortable and then I was just like, okay, this, I've, I've already spent it. It's done. No, no, no. But yes, that's my move. <laughs> Um, actually, what I do is I reenact the uh, sweeping the sidewalk scene from Breakin. That's where, a where lot of choreography. I have to bring a broom to a reception, and you know, unless it was an African American reception where they jump the broom, right. I'm really kind of in an awkward place because my plus one has to be a broom. <laughs> do you know how much Michelle, my wife, gets angry? She's like, "Well, you're getting dressed up really nice. What's going on? I'm going to a wedding," and she's like. Well, how come it wasn't on the family calendar? I'm like, well, because I'm not bringing you. I'm taking the broom. I'm bringing the broom because I have to do that dance at the reception, and it's... <laughs> it's a thing. Because I... at one time, I didn't know what the dollar dance was. I thought I knew what the dollar dance was. So I was showing up at receptions with a brass pole, <laughs> hoping to make some dollars, and people were getting so pissed. They're like, don't upstage the bride. You know, she does a better pole dance than you. Exactly. Terrible. You sound like you were a good time at weddings. I'm, I'm a hilarious time at weddings. I'm a, I'm a bucket of joy. I believe it. It depends on the wedding. Yes. As someone who may or may not have been a good time at a wedding, I'm not sure. I mean, if you like train wrecks at your wedding, mm. maybe she's your gal. That's Roseanne Barr. She uh, said she was going to get off Twitter after she lost her show and right. the uh, reboot of her career because of a tweet. But then this Wednesday, she went back on Twitter again and started to do a whole new tweet storm. I. She was trying to defend. She's gone back and forth so many times for why she tweeted what she tweeted. And at one point, she did blame the Ambien, as we know. Mm-hmm. But she said this time, what she meant with the tweet where she called former Obama presidential aide Valerie Jarrett a planet of the apes mm-hmm. child was about the anti-Semitism of the Iran deal. What is happening? Right now, see, here's, this is, okay. This is where I have a hard time with this. Okay. What Planet of the Apes is she talking about? Is she talking about the original? Yes. With Roddy McDowell? I believe so. Uh, and uh, former chairman of the NRA? It's 
people. Soylent Green is people. <laughs> so are we talking about that planet of I the think apes? So. Return to the planet of the apes, beneath the planet of the apes, which is all the original trilogy. Right. The TV show about the planet of the apes, the cartoon about the planet of the apes, the Mark Wahlberg reboot of the planet with of the Helena apes. With Helena Bonham Carter. Right, where he kind of makes out with the monkey. He does. Kind of weird. That was or crazy. Or are we talking about the... Um, the uh, the redo of the redo of Planet of the Apes. Oh, you're right. Those you are know, good movies. Pineapple actually. Express, yeah. Planet of the Apes, right? <laughs> yes. So, but then we have the non-Pineapple Express sequel to the Planet of the Apes, and then we have the Terminator Genesis Planet of the Apes. There's so much Planet of the Apes. What is Roseanne tweeting about? Nobody knows. Oh my goodness! Or is there really a planet filled with apes? Could be. This is a slippery slope, Roseanne. And <laughs> if you can't figure it out and specify, you're going to confuse a whole lot of people on Twitter. Well, she, Hashtag scratching my head. She wrote, Rod Serling wrote Planet of the Apes. It was about anti-Semitism. That is what my tweet referred to, the anti-Semitism of the Iran deal. Low IQ people can think whatever they want. I guess we're low IQ because we did not right. fully get that. No, you should have thought it out, girl. Remember, a good stopping point is the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes. Yes. That's a good stopping point because you're kind of in the middle, mm -hmm. but you don't know it. And Joe, we should all be sad because Jerry Springer has been canceled. But my oh, first my thought goodness. was, Jerry Springer is still on the air? I had no idea that this show, I didn't even realize it was still airing in syndication. Yeah, I had no effing clue. No idea mm -hmm. that this show was still on the air. Nope. I actually, I knew that his former bodyguard, Steve Wilkos, had his own talk show. Oh, it show. wasn't Kevin Costner? No. He wasn't carrying on Jerry in a rainstorm like this? <laughs> Although I would like to see it. Yeah, so Steve Wilkos got his own show in 2007. That mm. may or may not still be on the air. I had no clue that Jerry Springer, Jerry, Jerry, right. was still airing. And they're moving it to the CW, but in the move, stopped doing any new shows. And there may not be any new shows in the future. Do mm. we need new shows? I mean, it's no. kind of a time capsule show. Like, no. why would we want? We don't need new shows. We certainly the jury's do not. out on Jerry. Is it? Yes. I'm actually hoping we are going to hear his final, final thought for the show because. Right. It needs no, to be. We're, no, I think we're done. It needs to be completely <laughs> oh, cut off. Oh, boy. Somebody else who may have needed to be cut off was a beloved basketball player mm -hmm. who looks like he's fallen on hard times, and we'll tell you all about it when we get back.
Oh, that's out. Whoa! Ow, ow, Welcome back to Pop That Culture. It's Joe's birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Thank you. Happy birthday. So I forced him to be a bachelorette. Right. <laughs> Which you he know, was so happy about. The crew's been coming and biting lifesavers off my shirt. <laughs> it's been fantastic. Who gets the nipples? I don't know. Ooh, I'm going to pretend that I don't want to bite that one, but I will. Make sure I get a grip. Mmm, minty. Uh, yes, because you were kind enough to give me a lovely graduation birthday cake yesterday. Mm. I am giving you a birthday bachelorette party. No, well, thank you. And we're not done with the show yet, so don't think that there won't be strippers, because there might be. Mm. But they might not be the kind you want. Oh, my gosh. Is that why Andy hasn't poked his head in that? <laughs> he's, Great. He's greasing up. He's getting his tassels lovely. on. It's I, going to happen. It's not going to do anything for me unless there's uh, three things. Okay. Number one, two pasties going in opposite directions. Oh. Do, and do, do, uh, do, number do, three, do, a do, banana do. hammock. Ooh. Yeah. Now, that he was already wearing. So, right. I think we're good there. Yeah, he normally wears them for about three, four days straight, and then he launders them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> Now, there are some people who are worried about somebody else who is partying hard, mm. and that is one Mr. Michael Jordan. Oh. He was spotted just a few days ago leaving his Midtown Manhattan hotel with a pillow and a half-full bottle of tequila and really huh. red eyes. Right. Just looking a hot, hot, hot mess. Is that even good tequila? Is I don't know. I don't know if I know that. I can't tell. I'm not even sure exactly what the... Uh, the brand of that is. Right. Now, yesterday was the anniversary of Jordan's sixth NBA title in 1998, so oh, maybe he, he parties on maybe. the anniversary of his NBA title every year. I don't maybe. know exactly what's going on. But people were tweeting their concern for mm. Mr. Jordan to make sure that he's okay. I think he's going to be fine as long as he knows when to get help. And I'm not, that's not a joke. Uh, you okay. Know, I mean... He's had his ups and downs in his career. You know, he's had the shoe endorsements, the yeah. NBA championships. Mm -hmm. uh, then he's had the downs. You know, he lost his father tragically. Mm -hmm. A little shady thing happening there. And he had to work very closely with Scottie Pippen for a number of years. That is terrible. Yes. And at one point he thought it was a good idea to rock a Hitler mustache. And nobody told him. Mm. Like, he actually did a whole Haynes right. commercial with that mustache. Yeah. Which was a travesty. Terrible. And then he tried playing professional baseball. And we know how that turned out. That's not so good. Although there may have been a bright spot with uh, Space Jam. I know there are some people who are still obsessed with that yeah, movie. you know. I mean, was Space Jam his Kazam? Or I, was it his Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I think it was his Who Framed Roger Rabbit with you only think? a smidge of Kazam in there. I think okay. people more love it than hate it, even though huh. it was ridiculous. Maybe he's just upset that there's still the debate about Jordan or LeBron. Jordan right. or LeBron. And they're, now that the uh, the crying Jordan meme is out there, people are going to try and start the drunk ass Jordan right. meme. Yeah. So I'm a little I'm a little worried for him. 
Uh, we know for sure that alcohol was involved in our next story. Right. A 19-year-old girl uh, somehow got her head stuck in a tailpipe at a country music festival right. in Minnesota. That, I mean, legitimately, that is a large tailpipe. And I'm sure if you're drunk and you're with your friends and you're walking by, you're like, oh, my God, look at that tailpipe. And then the other girl is like, I think I can fit my head in there. You're going to at least try. Right, exactly. And here's, here's what we can gather. Let's, let's look at this picture from the CSI or NCIS or MISSISSIPPI <laughs> standpoint. Yes. And just let's examine this. First of all, you can tell this is a General Motors truck. Okay. Okay. Here's why. Because to the right of the license plate, there's that little thing where you, you put the jack in and yes. you can lower the spare tire. Okay. So you know it's a GM truck. Uh -huh. That's also a custom bumper. Okay. So I'm guessing this truck is lifted. So if you extrapolate from a lifted truck with a custom bumper, now that's like a $3,000 bumper. Mm -hmm. It's got the LEDs in there and it's custom painted. That means that that exhaust has got to be about this big around. It's probably a half ton pickup truck because that's an exhaust for a diesel. So if you've got an exhaust pipe that's this big around and you were drunk, wouldn't you be tempted to shove your freaking head <laughs> inside it? I feel like I'm I was just, just hanging out with Marissa Tomei from My Cousin Vinny. Right. That was so impressive. I mean, you just ran right through everything we needed to know. The only thing that doesn't make sense, considering it was at a country music festival, is that this takes place clearly by the license plate of the truck. It took place in Minnesota. Yes, it was in Minnesota. You are correct. It would make sense if this took place somewhere below the Mason-Dixon line. I'm just saying. The fire department had to come. They had to help her remove her head from right. the giant tailpipe. They had to saw the uh, the tailpipe to right. get her and out of it. That's not a cheap tailpipe. That no. exhaust system. That's probably a seven or eight hundred dollar exhaust system. I'm guessing stainless steel, straight pipes, or cat back. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Yes. Now this is the moral of the story. There's a moral? Northerners cannot handle country music festivals. <laughs> Clearly we cannot. <sighs> no, and then Ooh, obviously, <laughs> obviously there were people that were sort of trying to help her, but then thank God somebody, you know, got video of it and posted it on Facebook, right. which is how we found out about it. Right. But then uh, Pipe Girl posted a photo of herself mm. where she said, yeah, I'm the Pipe Girl, what you know about well, it? Well, of course, and she is doing that. She probably drove off to listening to Crazy Bitch by Buck Jerry. Just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. Now... I just want to say one thing. Hollywood, if you're watching, and we know you are, mm -hmm. and you're looking for an idea of a Leave it to Beaver reboot, probably with a gender change in it for the lead character, this should be the pilot episode. <laughs> Larry Bondello, who's now a girl of color, is hanging out with Beaver, who's a white girl, but you see there's a politically correct relationship there. They decide to go to a country music festival where Darius Rucker is probably playing. <laughs> and then they get shit-faced. And they walk up and say, hey, look at that. That's a half-ton Chevy pickup truck. I heard you love Silverados. Don't you have a fantasy of making love to a Silverado beaver? Oh, oh. And then she just, well, maybe not an idea for a pilot, right? Maybe more of like a Skinamax movie, mm. per se. Oh, my goodness. That was awkward. And then this was a, an awkward but interesting way to come up with some comedy. Right. A, a uh, writer and a comedian forced a bot to watch over a thousand hours of Olive Garden commercials. Mm, right. And then once the bot had seen all of the Olive Garden footage, then he wanted it to spit out 
its own version of right. what an Olive Garden commercial would be. And so this is what the robot came out with. Uh, we have the waitress who comes out and says, pasta nachos for you. And then we see the pasta nachos. They are warm and defeated. Friend number one, the menu is here. Waitress, lasagna wings with extra Italy. And then we see the lasagna wings. There's more Italy than necessary. Friend two, I shall eat Italian citizens. Waitress, unlimited stick. We see, the oh, unlimited, yeah. we see the unlimited stick. It is infinite. It is all. That's what happens when you send right. a robot to... Right. Uh, so, so Siri and Alexa start an ad agency. <laughs> okay. And they say, hey, let's crank out a script. Here's my storyboard. Here's my treatment. It's like Skynet opens up a chain restaurant. Yes. Skynet has a Skynet has like an Applebee's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, I don't know if this has ever been your dream, Joe, but a lot of people mm. are fascinated by how weather reports and traffic reports right. happen on TV because there's a green screen. Oh, yes. And so it's a little bit tricky, and it's a little bit magical in its mm -hmm. own way. Right. But uh, country, alternative country singer Ryan Adams, mm -hmm. not Brian not Adams. Not Brian, because, you know, to confuse them, it would cut like a knife. <laughs> Ryan Adams, former husband of Mandy Moore, mm. it was always his dream to be able to do the weather. And when we get back, dreams are going to be realized <laughs> on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman.
Welcome back to Birthday Friday on Pop That Culture. Who would have thunk? Because it looks like a bachelorette party. <laughs> yes. Who knew that our parents were so in sync? <laughs> I was born yesterday and you were right. born today. So, yeah. And then also, who would have known that our parents would have created two such damaged individuals? I you're welcome. Right. You're welcome. Right. Let's expose them to something when they're young that will just really set them <laughs> off on this career path. Exactly. Do you want a doctor or a lawyer? No. No. Let's just. We let's want them just, to think completely yeah. unstable where right. you may make money. You may not make money. Right. We're not sure. Yes. It could happen. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, actually, going into the music business, also probably just as scary for parents right. when their children are like, I'm going to be a rock star. Right. Okay. Yeah, but he's been able to make it happen, Ryan Adams, and he had a big concert that was happening at uh, Red Rocks mm. in Colorado. And so he dropped by a Denver TV station, and he's like, I will write you a jingle if you let me come on and That's do the weather. That's huge, because yeah. Ryan Adams is, I mean, he's legit. And mm -hmm. his fans, when you go, oh, Ryan Adams, and you're being totally sarcastic, they get pissed! They will cut so your tires. Pissed. Yeah, they are. They but will not play. I just want to know, after the concert, did he run going, Red Rocks, Red Rocks, <laughs> Red Rocks. I know you would. <laughs> Red Rocks. Exactly. Somebody wrote Red Rocks in the dressing room mirror. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So he doesn't really have the weatherman skills, and he seems a little freaked out by the technology at one right. point. But it is enjoyable to watch. So here he is on that Denver station. screen and uh, there's the forecast bite <laughs> notes if you have green in front of you you disappear see that Whoa. that's a green cloth there it's kind of crazy but I will step off to the side here just a little bit and uh, we're gonna give the tonight forecast the tomorrow forecast your special Red Rocks weather forecast for the concert tomorrow night they'll go on to the seven day so Ryan Adams take it away whoa okay I don't know what I'm doing so it looks You're like it's, great. it's gonna be <laughs> 60 storms in the east Dry, warm metro, as you can see here. Southeast winds, 10 to 15 miles an hour. For anybody that's super into the wind, there you go. You're hooked up right there. Sunrise is at 5.30 a.m., so get home early. <laughs> it's a beautiful sky here. Check it out. It's 95, which sounds a little hot. Uh, windy and hot, isolated storms. South, uh, 15 to 30 mile an hour winds. That's that's crazy. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of wind. Uh, sunset is at 8.28 p.m., which is cool. Uh, I'm, us I'm using this clicker. That's what's <laughs> happening. Oh, wow. Those are my lyrics on the, new on the weather, which is surreal. Uh, Should be a good night for the, for the concert at Red Rocks, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, look at, that look at him. He's so graceful. Yeah, look at he that. Just moves to Why the, did you sing that right there? Sing where? Sing the line. <laughs> right there. Just sing the last time I was here. It was raining. If you look at the screen while you're in the weather, you guys. Yeah, you can't see a thing, right? It's so <laughs> weird. This is exactly as weird as I thought it would be. It's so awesome. That's All right. right. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Ryan, thanks a lot for coming and doing the weather.
Whoa. It's as weird as I thought it was going to be. It is Colorado, so I'm guessing he did spark (laughs) one up before the weather cast. I hope so. And you know what? And I love, especially after 9-11, that he did New York, New York. Yes. That's one of my favorite songs. And um, I love Ryan Adams. I'm not like a a total Ryan. I don't like follow him around and stuff like that. You're not a Ryanite? I don't sell like bootleg tapes out of the back of my microbus. But I think that's fun that he did that. Uh, his little flash animation caricature of him, mm-hmm. like at the beginning, kind of looked like it was out of the Daria universe a if you ever bit. watched MTV. Oh, mm. I missed that cartoon. That was good stuff, for sure. Uh, there was a new government survey, a huge mm. government survey, Joe. Yes. And they found out that fewer U.S. teens are smoking. Yay! Having the sex. Yay! Doing drugs. Yay! Straight edge. Woo! Or drinking milk. Oh, it does a body bad. Good? What? What does it do? The kids aren't drinking the milk anymore, Joe. They're just not drinking it. It's very sad. What are you putting on cereal? Oh, soy milk. Almond maybe milk, a little, yeah. Maybe a little chai. Oh, probably. Mm. They're just, I, when I was a kid, it was milk all the time. Right. Like, that was my go-to. And they said that things have shifted from milk to soda and sports drinks. Although, in the last year or so, oh. that's declined a little bit. Craft but yeah. beers. The kids, <laughs> the teens kids like are the drinking, craft beers. They're drinking a bespoke IPA. <laughs> um, sometimes, you know, fermented with, like, some fruit in the, in the cask. Who knows? Yeah. But barely a third of any kids in high school, they say, are having a glass of milk. A cold, frosty glass of milk. Right. Well, you know what? I, I, you know, I either loved milk or I hated milk. It depended on where in my childhood you landed. Mm-hmm. But when we had our child, you know, we, we, he was a milk drinker. We okay. gave him whole milk. He doesn't like it anymore unless it's chocolate or strawberry. I don't blame you him. Know, so that Horizon Organic is like $45 a half gallon. It's you know? so good, though. But it is, it is good milk. The problem with milk is that it's it's pretty high in sugar. Sure. Right. Which is why when you pour it over strawberries and put even more sugar oh. on it, it's delicious. Yes. Although I can't, uh, I I got down to skim milk and then I realized I was basically drinking water. So right. I, I've bumped it back up to like 2% because I'm crazy. <laughs> so I was, I worked at a radio station once where, and you know how much I love my coffee. Yeah, Black. I, do I? Um, you know, I, I walked out of my studio and some listener brought a cow in <laughs> on, on Jay Tower's show. Did they, you have him put fresh stuff in So, your yeah, coffee? I walked up and I said, you know what? Give me an udder. Ah! And I had him cream my coffee. I, I really hope it. that was an udder and that wasn't a bull. I'm just saying. <laughs> it tasted, Ooh, didn't salty. taste as fresh mm. as I thought What's it would. What's going on here? Uh, Keeping in line with uh, kids. Oh, those crazy kids. Mm-hmm. There was a mom that went away for a week on a business trip. Mm-hmm. And so the dad and the little son thought, well, this will be adorable. We'll go to the airport and pick you up, and we'll be waiting there. And the little son will be holding up a sign right. for his mom. Oh, so adorable. So yes. adorable. Call attention to the people that travel. <laughs> yes. Almost like you're a chauffeur. Exactly. <laughs> you know? But the sign that the dad and the son came up with was this. Mm-hmm. Welcome home from prison, Mom. Welcome home from prison. Crazy. <laughs> Hmm. I uh, I don't know that I would ever do that to my yeah. mom and publicly shame her. But yeah. is his sure. mom's name Piper? <laughs> hey, pipes! <laughs> and another kid who is out of control is a twelve-year-old from Canada. These entitled Canadians. 
Sons no wonder peaches. the northern border is being secured in an extra, extra kind of way. When I was a kid, it never occurred to me to use 911 lightly. I was scared of accidentally somehow dialing 911 on the rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> that nine was a bitch to get like wow oh my god though two ones not a problem that nine Woo! it was too easy on uh cell phones now and it might be slightly right. better to accidentally hit the button that would take you like straight to 911 right so i'm sure it happens more quickly for kids now than for when right. we were little. i just hit on star call it a day <laughs> but there was a young canadian child who was so upset that his parents dared to serve him salad that he actually called emergency services. Canada, you should be ashamed of yourself. Get Prime Minister Trudeau on the line. <laughs> Shut off the beachcombers and Mr. Dress Up for a little bit and preempt the broadcast. <laughs> but, you know, that that's totally an American behavior. Oh, you think that's, we're the only ones that call for stupid reasons? No, that you, once it gets north of the border, you know that they've been, you know, the U.S. and Canada have been roommates in North America for way too long, <laughs> right? That's like when you get the neat guy, the like right. the Felix and the and the the other odd couple guys. And then one guy becomes yeah. just and, as and they start, as Yeah, guy. they start sharing each other's negative traits. That's what happens. Yeah, well, stop going on vacation. Like if you live with somebody, stop going on vacation with them. Go on your vacation. When girls live together, our periods sync up. Right. I you're, saying. I, you're saying that Canada's period is synced yes. up with the United States. North America has become a fraternity or sorority house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, because the the nine one one call was made, like the cops had to show up to the house. Right. So they did. And oh yeah, they were like riding moose. <laughs> oh, I heard there's an emergency, eh? Here I come. <laughs> uh, and so before they even got there, the twelve year old who was so upset that he was served salad actually called nine one one again to ask how long it was going to take. Like, how soon are the cops going to okay. get here? He was so Stop. serious about I, being upset. I, here, I need some clarification. Number one. Did he call nine one just nine one one because he was just getting a salad? Was it the issue of the salad, or was it the type of salad? Did yeah, he receive a question. tossed salad oh. uh, when he wanted maybe a house salad or a Caesar salad or maybe a nice nissoir? Mm. I don't know. I there, that's a lot of good salad questions, mm. Joe. That I don't have or answers to. Maybe he was promised a taco salad, oh. which is not really a salad <laughs> or a fruit salad, and got a salad with mixed greens. Boo. He wanted one of those walking taco things that right. you can get out of yeah. the, uh, the chip bag. Now, here's the thing. If any part of your salad is deep fried, you're wandering dangerously <laughs> close to not a salad territory. I'm just saying. Exactly. I am excited for one thing, though, Joe. Hmm. And what is that? And that's that our little buddy, the raccoon who climbed a high-rise building in Minnesota, hmm. is getting the props that he deserves He's going to have his own promotional night with a minor league baseball team. I freaking love it. The hashtag NPR raccoon, um, the frenzy that happened around him gave the St. Saint Paul Saints an idea. Ding! We can use this raccoon to our advantage. Mm. So they put out a press release that said, while many consider Minnesota a state you fly over to get to your destination, our hero proved this was an area Wait, she didn't want stop. to leave. It is not a flyover. There is a very big Delta hub there flyover. <laughs> she <sighs> has now been returned safely into the wild, but her story will live forever. Settle down, press release. Yeah. And the St. Saint Paul Saints plan on honoring the greatest raccoon known 
Saint Man. Yeah. As they changed their name for the day, the Saint Paul Raccoons. I'm sorry, they will become the Saint Paul Raccoons on June 26th. Mm -hmm. And in order of that, uh, in honor rather of that game, all of the players will go out at night uh, before <laughs> garbage day and eat your trash. Amazing. I think they were just tired or, uh, I'm sorry, jealous of the uh, rally goose for the Tigers. Hashtag rally I'm goose. I mean, it worked for a little while, and then hmm. not so much. Yeah. They need a different, maybe they need a rally raccoon. <laughs> and then the players will be wearing special jerseys, which will then be auctioned off after the games mm. with their new little name on it of the St. Paul. I see. Raccoons. And in other animal news, don't bring a dog to a place where people are throwing balls around and expect right. that dog not to want to play catch or fetch. How did the dog get into the ballpark? It was dog night. Oh, well, that makes sense. For the, for the uh, minor league team, the Tulsa Drillers, they had their annual I, dog you know night. What? Here's the thing. Are you talking about I, minor league team names? Minor league team <laughs> names. I don't care what the sport is, okay? <laughs> The, I love, they're better than the major league teams. I mean, the Toledo have the walleye. The walleye gets no love except for at Big Boy, like once every six months. And then what's it, uh, is it minor league, the, the Gamecocks? The game, no, the Gamecocks, they're in college. They're, Are they college? Uh, NCAA. Is it? Yeah. I just know people always want to wear the hats because. They say uh, cocks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, well, now you need to get a hat that says the drillers. I, right? Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. So they were having dog night, and then they had some of the dogs down on the field with their owners. I'm not sure exactly what was happening there. <laughs> it was a potty break. But Can't get a dog to go in the trough, <laughs> for God's sake. But there were a couple players that were actually, you know, tossing a ball back and forth. And one German Shepherd just took off and was like, me? Me? Am uh -huh. I in? And uh, <laughs> this is what it looked like. <laughs> This is the kind of uh, video where you want to give the dog a voice. Oh, is there a ball? Is there a ball? I want to play with the ball. Oh, my God. He's dropped the ball. Oh, my God. He dropped the ball. <laughs> I smell pickles. <laughs> Sausages. Yes. No. I love that that dog was just like, right. hello. I'm a, you're throwing things near me. What do you expect? Right. I'm a dog, yo. So they finally got a hold of him. They were able to safely play the game. Awesome. When we get back on Pop That Culture, hipsters are finally revealing that they have some regrets. They have some regrets. Really? About Is it the skinny they... jeans? It's got to be the skinny <laughs> jeans. Is it the always using a typewriter instead of a computer? Right. Because no. I'm just that cool. I, yeah. We will let you know what they're admitting that they regret now when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. 
for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. What's your name? Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Oh, yay! Look at oh, this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, here comes Jonah on the This is my little boy, Jonah. It's you Jonah. Heard Look at the You know what? He's happy. Not because it's my birthday, <laughs> but because he gets a donut hole. Yeah. I knew it already. You knew it already. What? Did you, did, what, did you get a call on your own phone? <laughs> Would you like a donut? Here, take a donut hole. Here, there you go. Don't get the kind that gets powder all over you, because mommy will know. <laughs> there. Oh, you. Okay, take the powdered one. Oh. Oh my oh, God. Oh, uh -huh. maybe. Just don't don't lick them to make sure that it's yours. You want to get to? Okay, I'll tell you what. Offer one to Miss. No, are we gonna? Are you gonna eat one? We will eat uh, right after the show. I'm sure. All but... right. Go take this over to that table over there, and don't don't drop them. <laughs> okay. Don't eat eat them. Let Mr. Andy help you with that. Don't get your grubby little paws all over that. We don't know where they Yes. Been. Instead well, of cake, you. we wanted to get you some donuts. I love donuts. No birthday donut. Donut action. Uh, slow down. Dude, you, you're two-fisting it. <laughs> Napkin. Don't eat over the... Dude, you're getting everybody your germs. Oh my gosh. Tissue, I think you might have gotten Ooh. some donut on your face. Oh my, how did that happen? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, oh my God. gosh, what the heck? It's, oh, it's been a day. Man. It's been a Friday. Ooh. Okay. All right. So apparently there are some hipsters that are revealing that mm. they regret trying to give their baby the cool name because there were too many 
Jakes and Jennifers yeah. and you know yeah. Stacys in their kids' class. Right. And Amelia's. Then, and then, you know what? We went through a wave there where there were a lot, and not that these are bad names, but there yeah. were a lot of rhyming names and a lot of alliteration. So there was like the you know the the Aiden, Brayden, Jaden, Javen. Yes, you know. you're right. There was a lot of these going on, and so you know, so maybe the backlash was I want to give my kid a unique name like Sky. Well, well, actually, that's kind of a cool. That's Sorry, a, I remember when name. there was a trendy name. Skyler was a trendy name. I for love a Skyler. While. Do you? Until I saw Breaking Bad, I'm like, no, oh. Skyler, no. <laughs> yes. You evil woman. But there are uh, names like Paisley, Oakland, Tova, Cairo, Zai. Cairo. Man- Cairo Ren? <laughs> yes. Mangum uh, was the name, I guess. Okay. And somebody took from the last name of a musician that they love. They're like, I'm going to name my son Mangum. And then yeah. that child wasn't able to say his name, they admitted, for like four years. And they're like, if we had named him Bob, maybe it would have been easier. Right. And he would have exactly. been able to say his name a little I, bit earlier. And there was a mild flirtation or the return of grandma names, too. Like, like, you like, know, like uh, naming Esther? your child like Esther or Mabel. <laughs> You know? Oh, Mabel, yeah. Mabel was kind of a, yeah. a little trendy for a while. Yeah. Kicking it super. And, and just think that eventually all these kids will grow up. Yes, one day we might have a first lady named Kaylee. <laughs> I'm just saying. We could. I'm thinking that there are also going to be some babies that are named after different craft beers. Mm. I think that's going to happen. Right, like Stout. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Come here, coffee Stout. Don't don't drop the lamp on the rug again and burn the carpet. <laughs> but there's one beer I'm hoping that they're not uh, inspired by for names for children because it is a craft bourbon, actually, not beer, mm. that has beaver secretions in it. Now, did Jerry Mathers pee or worse... <laughs> In the in the distillation process somewhere. I think so. Okay, are we talking about the animal beaver? We're talking about the animal beaver. Although uh, the TV beaver might be an animal in real life too, if he likes to party. I'm not sure. I I'm, I don't know. You never know when Larry Mondello will jump in and get him <laughs> to go to after hours and you know get yes. crazy. The high end spirit is flavored in part by scent oils from the castor sacks of beavers. What's a castor sack? I don't even know it. I don't want to know. It tastes like vanilla. Oh. So beavers are really? used in other things as well? Yes. We've been eating and tasting beavers all this time. Pretty much all artificial vanilla. What, now what is, when would the beaver secrete something from his <laughs> caster sack? You know, is that a hipster name, by the way? Come here, caster sack. <laughs> time for softball practice. You know what you should name your child after? What? Craig Foley! Yes! We need to have a bunch of baby Craigs out there. If we were to hipsterize it, your child's name wouldn't be Craig. His first name would be Folly. Right. And then, if you were a real hipster, the middle name would be your paternal grandfather's cousin's dog. It would make it difficult for your stripper name, but I'll take it! Yes! Yay! Happy birthday, Joe! Enjoy your two hours of Craig Folly coming up next. We're going to enjoy donuts. We'll see you on Monday on Pop Culture.